I don't believe in matter or rupa because I've never experienced it directly and I don't, don't believe in anything I don't see with my own eyes. Is this a problem? That's interesting. I mean, you have experienced rupa directly. You experience it all the time. I mean, that's what you're experiencing. You're experiencing states of hardness and softness and uh, stiffness and flaccidity and hardness and uh, or, sorry, hot, hot and and cool. You're you're empirically, you know, objectively speaking, unless you're a strange person, you're experiencing all of those. The only one you're not able to experience is the water element. Um, but with the other three elements, we're experiencing all the time. That's what it means by rupa or matter. Matter is these this aspect of experience. Not all experience is formed with matter. Some experiences are mental, where you're thinking about something, um, but or planning something or whatever. But the majority of our experiences are do have a physical component. Um, even when you see something, that's a physical an experience of the physical. I think perhaps the problem is intellectually, you 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 categorize all of this as as mental because it's it's the experience right there's the experiencer the the mind and so you think well it's just a mental experience but that's only intellectual the reality is you are experiencing heat and cold and and hardness and softness and uh, stiffness and flaccidity these six things everyone experiences every human being experiences these um these aspects or these um aspects of reality which are considered material they're not mental uh, the experience is is based on the mind right without the mind there is no experience but the matter does exist so it might be a bit of a problem if you if you don't see that clearly as it is on the other hand the most important thing is to see experience for what it is so if you classify it as physical or as mental it's not really important the point is that you understand that when there is heat you understand it to be heat and you don't understand it to be me and to be mine and to be I. So when you, when you feel hot, you know this is hot. And when you feel cold, you know this is cold. And you're clear only in the, aware, the mere awareness, patisattimatta, as we learned yesterday. The bare and specific awareness or, or recognition of the, the object as it is. Um, whether you call that physical or mental, they're, they're, they're just names and classifications. But... There is something to that because, to the classification, because the the hot is not, um, it's it's not coming from the mind. It's coming from the world, the physical world that we say is around us. That you know, for for on, on some level is all around us. And so when there's fire, you feel the heat. So that's physical. It's not coming from your mind. There actually is heat there, coming from the physical world, whatever that is. Um, and when you do walking meditation, you experience the the walking. You feel the uh, the foot on the floor. Mm. You, you experience the movements. When you are uh, sitting in meditation, you have the breath going in and out. You f experience, or you you feel the rising and the falling of the uh, abdomen. So that as well is is um, body. Mm, exactly. uh, that's matter.
Yeah, it, I think it's probably an, um, um, an intellectualization, which is why it's important to uh, give up our ideas of what we believe in. No, it's not. It's not. Um, it's not a problem if you don't believe in something. We're trying to give up all beliefs, right? But um, no, I, w I wouldn't attach to the view that that um, matter doesn't exist, or 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 so on, <coughs> or that this is all me meant that that the heat that you feel is only mental or something like that, because that's still a view, and you should ex accept it for what it is. Heat is heat, and and. You know, to think of that as being mental. I, I did a video a long time ago about this, about the the um, the argument against uh, m body o materialism and whatever what the opposite is. I guess mysticism or something, or or mentalism, whatever whatever it's actually called. So there there are two arguments where one says that only the material exists. And one says that only the mental exists, and these two arguments are found in the world. It, from the sounds of it, you might be on the the latter side, thinking that only the mind exists. But the the argument against both of these is that either one requires something extra. It requires a belief or a view that what you're experiencing is something other than than what it is, because clearly we have what appears to be physical. And we have what appears to be mental. That that's what empirically what we have. So the materialists uh, create the argument that the physical is created by the or the mental is created by the physical as an epiphenomenon or it's an illusion or so on. They add that in. People who say there is only the mind do the same thing in the other direction. They say the physical is just an illusion. It's something that is created by the mind that appears to be physical. Now, if you had a good reason to suggest either of these, um, if you had some proof or some um, argument to make in favor of them, then then all well and good, and we can talk about that. But there, there's, a, I think, a very strong point that that you don't need to, to, to take up either extreme. There's no reason that I can see for the need to say that the physical doesn't exist or that the mental doesn't exist because for all intents or, or as it appears to us they both do exist and really that's I think quite key in Buddhism that what is what what appears is reality uh, and, and reality is actually as it appears it's just that we don't spend enough time looking at what appears it's not that um, it, it seems different than what it is. It's that we, um, rather than sticking with the reality or with, with what appears, we go on and extrapolate on it. We create um, an additional idea or, or, or perception or belief or partiality towards the, the object objects of experience, but they really are as they appear. That's, I think, quite important. And and th this goes against really, you know, materialist, material science or, or you know, many religious traditions who say, no, re reality isn't what as it appears. And the the argument or the point is that there, there's no reason to believe that. There's no reason to say that beyond um, this kind of attachment to a belief because 
what does it mean to say that things aren't as they appear? Things appear that way. You know, there appears to be heat. What does it mean to say that reality is other than that? Right? That reality is other than experience. It just becomes an intellectual activity where you say, no, reality is not this. Actually, you're not experiencing heat like this idea of maya in Hinduism. It, it, it's an intellectual exercise. It's not real. Yes, there can be states where there is no heat, there is no cold, and so on. But at the moment that you experience heat, that you experience cold, there is heat and there is cold. What, what else could you say than that? How, how could you deny the fact that what you're experiencing is real with, without appealing to an intellectual activity? To what you write, I don't see with my own eyes, uh, or I don't believe in anything That's I don't see point. with my own eyes. Um, I just wanted to say that um, this is a good quality, I would say, and the Buddha himself uh, encouraged us to to only believe what we uh, what we p can prove. So not not to believe blindly what we are told and um, what others say and so on. So this is not a problem. But if you go, you can um, overdo it. You can um, mm. become too too fixed upon your own opinion about things, and uh, that might be a problem th then. Then when you um, are not open anymore for what people say mm. or uh, for what teachers say or uh, you sure. might not be able to see uh, reality as it is anymore yeah i mean it it doesn't it doesn't say anything to say i believe x when you haven't experienced it but it also doesn't say anything to say i don't believe in x when you haven't experienced it just because you haven't experienced x doesn't mean it doesn't exist so it's w people always take up the Kalama Sutta, and there's this quote that's going around the internet that's not what the Buddha says in the Kalama Sutta. They quote the Kalama Sutta incorrectly, and so it's just a paraphrase saying, "Don't believe anything unless it agrees with your common sense and reason." But you know, both of those things can be totally wrong, right? You, common sense is what you know people, the sense that people have in common, and. And your reason can be totally uh, can can be totally off because you can reason anything in, based on logic, based on reasoning. You can um, you can what well, the, this there's this argument as to why God doesn't exist or something. Uh, but but you know just you can you can come to any uh, conclusion through logic. The point of the Kalama Sutta is that yes, you shouldn't believe in something, but as Palanyani said, that doesn't mean that you should be um, actively skeptical. Buddha didn't teach skepticism. He taught um, balance and, and um, impartiality. You know? So someone comes and says something to you, it should be, you should give them the 50-50% chance. And if based on your experiences in the past, um, there's something that goes against what they say, then you start to uh, adjust that. But to say, I don't give it any credence or any possibility or any percentage of being true just because of I haven't experienced it, 
I think is quite simplistic and it's a little bit of a, a cop-out um, and it's a cause for a great amount of argument right? how, do you how do you know this, how do you know that well there's a lot of things that I don't know but I've heard peop other people talk about them or based on my own experience I can um, I can understand how it, it, it makes the most sense to be this or to be that um, and therefore I go with it you know like uh, as opposed to you know, trying to prove everything right so if it were really important to to believe in in rupa or matter then uh, then maybe it'd have something but um, it's not really important to believe in it or not believe in it. it's not really an important uh, part of the practice so the most important thing is to when you do experience what appears to be matter you experience uh, it objectively for what it is.